Greetings once again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American. I hope you're having a good week so far. You probably just heard the news that the Fed has boosted the rate up to, uh, it was another uh, uh, three quarters, 0.75. They decide that uh, it just, they need to try and be more aggressive to uh, cool off the inflation, which uh, despite what Biden says, did go up again last month, and it was in stark contrast to what Washington predicted and hoped for. Um, many people are certainly predicting a recession now, despite the Fed's moves. Um, I, this is going to take some time to recover from. I don't know about you, but I have no interest in contributing to the markets or IRA or anything next year. I say save that. Find a CD that might get you I don't know, two to three, maybe four percent on a long range one, uh, you'll be far better off until this until this until this stops because this is gonna get bad. Um, that that would be my advice. That's my recommendation because um, the, the bottom line is these uh, the spending has been out of control and the cracks in the supply chain are far deeper and far more severe than anybody wants you to know. And coming from a family who is in business and has been in business for over 37 years um, and knows people uh, certainly throughout the supply chain and in retail, let me tell you something, it has not gotten better. It has only gotten worse. Um, there's no sign of it getting better. Um, and we have increasingly incompetent people in the workforce who don't want to work. That is another part that we're just not addressing and we're deciding to ignore and another reason why we're going to be in trouble pretty soon. We're pushing the wrong ideals, we're pushing the wrong uh, tenets of society and we're starting to pay for it. Anyway, that being said, um, I wanted to get back to the whole COVID thing uh, for this podcast because as Many of you heard earlier uh, Joe Biden declared the pandemic over. Uh, well, of course, he considers himself a Jesus-like uh, figure, uh, like all Democrats do. And so what he says goes, you know, oh, pandemic's over? Okay. And believe it or not, there are millions of Democrats and liberals who will believe every single demented word that comes out of this man's mouth, and they'll believe anything he says. So, oh, pandemic's over. Must be over. Now, of course, Dr. Doom had to weigh in because, well, his entire financial upswing is, uh, is a result of this pandemic. So, of course, he doesn't want it to be over. Uh, Fauci said that, uh, you know, it's not really and we have to continue to remain vigilant and all that, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, they will be cramming that vax down your throat along with a flu shot uh, this year, as I and many others predicted. Um and if you, uh, if you are a, a frequent listener of my podcast, you will know that during the course of the pandemic, I did several shows about it and about how I felt uh, about draconian lockdowns and certain guidelines and measures that the government is taking, overstepping uh, their bounds, abuse of authority, um, all under the guise of, you know, for the greater good, which is, as we've confirmed already that's just a communist mentality and is designed to take away your freedoms um and they'll just basically say well we're trying to save you from yourselves because you're too stupid and um we're trying to tell you that there's nothing wrong with this vaccine now i want to before i really get into this there's certain things i want to tackle but 
first and foremost, let's rewind all the way to the uh, Trump administration uh, when the pandemic hit uh, in, in 2020 and when they first started talking about a vaccine. Now, they'll claim otherwise, but we you can't erase video evidence, and there are reams of it. There are hours of accumulated video evidence from uh, journalists, medical experts, Fauci himself, even Trump, all of them saying that basically once the vaccine was done and approved, we wouldn't have to worry anymore. The vaccine was designed to stop this thing. The vaccine was designed to make it so you wouldn't get sick. Now, they said that over and over again. They can backtrack all they want afterward. But the bottom line is they did say that. Now, those of us who know Big Pharma and know very well that there was zero chance of them producing a vaccine in a few months when in average it takes about a decade, if not longer, for them to create a vaccine for a serious disease that actually works... Um, we, we all knew that wasn't going to happen. We knew it. Uh, m- many medical experts came out and said there was no way it was going to happen because COVID is at its core technically a, like a common cold. I mean, that, that's what it is. It's the kind of virus it is. We have no vaccines for any such thing. We don't have a vaccine for the common cold. Hence, we were never going to have a vaccine for COVID. There are plenty of doctors who, of course, you would never hear of saying this, screaming this from the rooftops, going... If you believe that we are ever going to give you a vaccine anytime soon that actually stops this thing, you are being lied to. You are gullible, and that is not true at all. And, of course, as it turns out, it isn't true. Um, So immediately they attempt to walk it back, and in order to sell their drug, which is a drug, not a vaccine, the first thing they do is they change the definition of vaccine to push it, which is just unprecedented and absolutely vile and unconscionable in every respect. And they did it anyway, to push their drug, to make it sound like a vaccine. Oh, it's a vaccine. Well, it's not. It doesn't hold the qualities of a vaccine according to the current definition. Okay, so we'll change it. That's what they did. So then their first thing, they're going to tell you that it's far better than, of course, not getting a vaccine. You're you're susceptible, and the vaccine can uh, mitigate the worst symptoms of COVID if you get it, and uh, hopefully keeps you out of the hospital, whereas if you got the bug and you weren't vaccinated, you were more likely to end up in a hospital. Well, all of that is proving completely untrue. Um, Those, especially in regards to people who already had it, and maybe get it again. Uh, But we are hearing, and you're going to start hearing more and more of this because it's only so long they can keep this down. And the farther we get from the source of it, the farther we get away from Fauci and all of this and all those, you know, bureaucratic idiots, uh, the, the more they're going to be willing to release the information that they absolutely don't want you to hear. Now, I'm ta- talking conspiracy theory. I'm not talking about uh, people, random people, you know, screaming on Twitter about how the vaccine is going to kill you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about legitimate studies from all over the world. Uh, first and foremost, saying that this vaccine is nowhere near as effective as they initially claimed and still are claiming. Uh, if you actually look at the numbers, the numbers are really low. Uh, they're saying now we're down to like, what, 40 to 60% effective, maybe. Initially, they said it was like 80 to 90%. Um, and people who got vaxxed, all of the people who are in hospitals right now with COVID are vaccinated. Pretty much every single damn one. 
You know this by the numbers. You know this by the numbers of the percentage of people in certain countries that are vaccinated and the percentage of people in certain states that are vaccinated here. For example, on the state I'm in, I think it's 85% vaccinated. It's, it's, it's almost everybody. And anybody who is in a hospital, every single one who is in a hospital with COVID has the, has the shot, has the vaccine and, and the boosters more than likely, statistically speaking. Now, of course, you could argue that they'd be in the hospital anyway and might even be dead without the vaccine, but the numbers are not bearing this out. And when you factor in the people who already had it, like myself, like many other people who had, who built a natural immunity, which now we're seeing study after study after study, one of the more recent ones, I think coming from the New England Journal of Medicine, basically saying that there is no comparison, none between natural immunity and the vaccine. Natural immunity is far superior. I've been saying that. We've all been saying that. Uh, many people on the other side, of course, have been saying this for well over a year, that you're going to find this. Because it's the case with almost every single virus like this. It's always better to get it and get over it compared to whatever we come up with to combat it. Almost, it's, it's, an, it's almost inevitable. Again, as any doctor worth assault will tell you. And... If you look at it, people who didn't get it and got the vaccine instead and then got COVID, they're really sick. And then we're, talking, not, we're not even talking about the people who got the vaccine and immediately got sick. I, there's, there's a ton of them. Every single person I know who got the vaccine was sick the next two or three days. That is another thing that they said would not happen. They said that if you took the vaccine, you would not get sick. This is not how this works. This is, that's not the kind of injection it is. That's not the kind of drug it is. Well, it is, because that's what's happening. People will get, not everybody, but people will get sick when they get the vaccine and get very sick. People who, and people who had the disease and then got the vaccine later almost instantly got sick and got very sick. I've known several people who had it and because of work, because of the uh, Nazi insanity at work where they said you have to get the vaccine or you, you'll be fired. So they got the vaccine and in, in within 48 hours they were Deathly ill. They were really sick, way sicker than they were with COVID. And when you talk about building immunities, not only that, not only does nat is natural immunity better and stronger, it also lasts for far, far longer. That is another part of these studies that we're finding. It used to be that they were estimating that our that the natural immunity would start to wane after six to eight to ten months, maybe, and the vaccine would start to wane after three to four months. Now we're seeing that the vaccine is waning faster, and natural immunity is waning far slower because it gets into our bones. That's the other thing that they don't actually have any way of testing. If you go test yourself for immunity to it, they can't really do the test that that really matters when you get into the T cells where you start to get into the, to the, to the bones where your body really starts to remember what it was that it got and what it got past. It's hard to test for that. And that is what really matters. That's what puts you ahead of the pack. That is why there is such a low percentage of people who got it and then got it again because I've never had it again. And here's another interesting thing. And again, it's very anecdotal because it's just me and my family and people that we know, and I understand that. And I, I haven't seen any studies to talk, that talk about this just yet, but I, I do think it's worth mentioning, is that, uh, again, uh, my parents, my family being in retail, they are around people constantly and all, all the time. So they were one of the first. They're on the front lines. They were one of the first to get sick. 
Um, and then, of course, passed it to me. I, I don't I don't work there. I don't work in the store. I, I work elsewhere. I'm a writer and an editor. But they, they're there, and they I see them, and I got it. And I got it, um, I think it was January 2021. I got it late, or a, a little later. And they're just constantly around people. And since getting it, it has now been well over a year and a half for all of us. Not any of us have even come close to getting sick at all with anything. Nobody. We have not gotten sick. We haven't gotten a sniffle. We haven't even started. And let's toss in the fact that we've traveled. I've been, I was in Norway for a month. My parents visited me out there. That includes a whole lot of airplane, airport, and, and bus travel. And not to mention the fact that we were in a city when we were there. It wasn't Oslo. It was Bergen. But it, around, you know, tens of thousands of people every day. And we took our immune boosting supplies as we always do. But that doesn't always mean we won't get sick. It just means we'll, we, we might be better off if we do. Our version of the vaccine, which, by the way, is vastly superior to anything they're going to give you, just say. But that, whatever. I'm not even going to, that could be more of an opinion. It's just what I do. I don't often get sick. But when I do, and I should have gotten something by now, we all should. It's interesting to me that people, and people who got it in 2020, also have not been sick. They haven't gotten COVID again. They haven't gotten anything again. Nothing. Vaccinated people and boosted people are far more likely to get this disease again, and I'm not sure why. That is what we're starting to see. There are in the hospital way more than the unvaxxed. The reason why you're not seeing this massive push for vaccination much anymore is because the rumblings of these studies are starting to spread. That's why. The effectiveness, the, the efficacy of this vaccine and the boosters is coming under serious scrutiny. The side effects are starting to mount. The, the side effects that they said also said would not be there because they always claim they're not there. And yet, of course, it is a drug. It's not a vaccine. So there will be side effects and there are. Now, the scary part about this, and this is really what I wanted to get into, is we're starting to hear also uh, some very concerning reports uh, that this is not just side effects, that this is a dangerous vaccine. And again, it should come as no surprise if this turns out to be true, because this is a rushed experimental drug that they foisted on hundreds of millions of people around the world. So don't be surprised. We are hearing, uh, we don't know why. We can't, the, the causality of this is difficult because it's so fresh. So you won't see that many studies proving causality. You will see, but you will hear a lot of reports questioning and one of them, uh, what, for example, autism and has jumped in like 40, 50% in the past two years. We're not sure why. Uh, the, uh, the, one of the more concerning was the rate of, of heart issues in people between the ages of zero and 54 has skyrocketed. Three, 400%, depending on uh, where you are in the world. Um, and this, we can combine this with what we had heard early when the earlier when the vaccines had been rolling out. We're, we heard about heart attacks and strokes and other things of issues with the heart for perfectly healthy people that had never had any issues with their heart before. Took the vaccine, suddenly they had a problem. Again, things you're not going to hear much in the mainstream media. Things they don't want you to know because it stops them from selling their drug to you, which is all it is. But these are things we really need to start paying attention to. There was a, a, an insurance company that, I forget which one, they, they put out their, uh, a report that said um, instances of unexplained deaths had jumped almost 50% in the past year. 
Now that's very rare. Thing is, we have a lot of deaths among perfectly normal people that are unexplained because they are not linking this to the vaccine because they refuse to and they're not going to look at it, at least not yet. There's no other reason. The, re the only reason it's unexplained is for that. That's it. Otherwise, you know, why would a you know, a perfectly healthy 38-year-old collapse and die? They're, they can't find a reason. Well, I tell you one thing, I guarantee you, they were vaxxed and boosted. This is not COVID that's killing them because they didn't have COVID. If it was COVID, they'd be listed as such, right? And now that the disease, we should also point out that, and one of the reasons Biden said this, that it was over, is because it has basically backpedaled enough to the point where if you get it, it's hardly deadly. Unless you're in awful, awful medical condition, even then they can probably pull you out of it. Um, and that was pretty much the case for the entirety of the pandemic. It was really only the original that was even remotely deadly. And even that, statistically speaking, even then, it was way less than 1% throughout the world. Parts of the world is less than 0.03%. It was just really, really low. It was higher here. I think it was 1% or 2% in the U.S. because, well, we are in terrible, awful condition. Something else they've been avoiding and something I have been just screaming about since it happened. Look, this is a disease just like any other major virus that will affect you far worse if you are in poor condition. When I say that, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about overweight. I'm talking about obesity. I'm talking about the countless medical issues that go along with those things that make you far more vulnerable and far less likely to be able to fight off a disease. That's just the way it is. Are they talking about this? Are they talking about prevention? No. Are they talking about treatment? Actual treatment of how to deal with this when you get it? No. All they have to say from the start is vax and boost, and that's all they've got. Why? Because it's what they want to sell you. It's what big pharma is. It's how they operate. It's them running the country in the entire world. They have far too much power and always have. There have been, at this point right now, there have been entire books already written on how they pulled the wool over your eyes over this from the start that they pushed an experimental drug that is not working as well as they expected, that does have problems, and that we're starting to hear about it right now. Now, I want to also make something else clear. They made these statements definitively. They didn't hedge. They didn't waffle. They didn't tell you that, oh, well, we're hoping it does this. No, no. They said it would and does when it came out. That's a lie. Those are lies. In stark contrast, my podcast... What I was saying was, when this all when this started rolling out, I never said it was fact that the vaccine wouldn't be as great as they thought or might be a problem to your health. I said I thought it would be. I said there is histor plenty of historical evidence that supports my theory that it will be. I was not stating definitively, however. That is the difference. They want to talk about conspiracy theory? That's crap. Because everybody who's standing up against this was citing actual evidence from the past and early statistics backing up their point from legitimate studies and legitimate doctors and scientists and researchers from this country and around the world. And the only reason those were suppressed is not in the interest of the greater good, but in the interest of the almighty dollar and pushing their drug at you. That's it. And of course, multiple drugs. Did you have any doubt that there would be boosters? Any doubt at all? Did you have any doubt that they would be tying it into the flu shot, for example, to sell you more? Of course not. This has nothing to do with your health. It never did from day one. Big Pharma is not interested in your health. They're interested in your money. And the least, the less healthy you are, 
the more money they're going to get from you. I know you think, the, the purely naive think that this is not an ulterior motive of Big Pharma, and it's kind of sad that they think this. They're the ones falling for this. They're the ones wandering around with still with masks, still thinking, well, I'm, I'm all vaccine-boosted. And there's always been a question I've wanted to ask, many of us have wanted to ask. You're, you're all vaccine-boosted at the gills, but you're wearing a mask. Why? If you believed any of this worked, what do you care? If you think you're well off because you're, you're as defended as you can be, what do you need the mask for? Well, actually, I kind of agree with you. I think you should be wearing a mask because that vax and those boosts aren't going to do a damn thing. In fact, they might hurt. To some, it may help, I suppose, if you're very medically compromised and, and the elderly. You know, but we are starting to hear a whole lot of reports that says that this is not true. Not only is it not very effective, but it's also very possible that it could be hugely dangerous. Many of these reports that are coming out need to be looked into. We need time. They need to be investigated. There needs to be, and, and on top of which, we need uh, long-running studies. We need long-running case studies. We need uh, groups of people who, who had it and then got the vax, who didn't have it then got the vax, the totally unvaccinated, the totally unboosted. We're gonna, it's going to take a while to compile everything. But I will tell you this, and this is, a, this is my personal guarantee for me. Again, I'm not stating it definitively. It's just a personal guarantee, just my opinion. But when all of this comes to light, when things start rolling out over the course of the next decade, and yes, it's going to take that long, you are going to find, if you cycle all the way back to when this began and what they were telling you, not only were they far off base, they were lying. They were lying through their teeth to get you to do this. And the entire world's going to pay. There are going to be a whole lot, there already are, a lot of unexplained, quote, unexplained, casualties from this that they're not linking to it because they just they refuse to they refuse to believe that it could be related to the vaccine everyone's going to scoff at it until it starts to become clear that there's nothing else to tie it to you can't have this kind of spike in unexplained deaths when it's not covid because trust me they'd be counting it as covid by the way you are aware of course that hospitals and, and they, they get more money based on the number of uh diagnosed covid cases you know this right they have all the incentive in the world to diagnose you with COVID. And by the way, the cases that still that still exist, that float around, they say, oh, there's still hundreds and thousands of... It, the only way that's happening is because they put all these tests in the hands of... No one's getting tested for this in the clinics very much anymore. They all have the self-test. And they're just testing themselves constantly and finding out that they have it and reporting it. And that's how we got the numbers. If they didn't have it, if these tests weren't in existence, Every single one of them would think they just had the cold move on because it's acting exactly like a cold for 99.9% .9 of the planet. We would not have no idea that this related to COVID. And at this point, we're starting to see that the virus itself is backing up to the point where it's not going to manifest itself in any way but a cold, and probably not even a bad one. It will then become more difficult to push their vax and their boosters. It will become more difficult to push because... Uh, it's it's simply not deadly. And the other reason is they're going to come up with all kinds of reports and investigations into this that show that what they were pushing on us was not only not very effective, but probably extremely unsafe. That's a prediction I and many other people made. They wanted to call us conspiracy theorists. They silenced them. They shut them down. They took their, their videos off YouTube. They took them off Twitter. They, they, they refused to give these people any voice in the mainstream media. And all of that is massive authoritarian abuse of power. 
And what happens when you allow government to dictate your health to you without allowing you without without allowing you to hear other voices because they won't allow those voices to be heard. This is what happens. That's the danger of it. So I wanted to get that out there. I wanted to make sure people understood what was happening. I want you to be aware of this. I'm not telling you not, I'm saying definitively not get the vaccine, not get the booster. I'm saying you really need to do a lot of homework on this and look up as much as you can and then decide for yourself. Personally, I would say no. I would say stay the hell away from all of this because it's becoming increasingly obvious that there's a lot wrong with these drugs and far less wrong and far less dangerous than COVID itself, as it's proving in every statistic that we have. You want to talk science, you want to talk statistics, then go ahead and use them. By all means, do all the research you can, but do the research you can. Don't just go to CNN and don't just go to the Biden administration or the CDC and listen to what they have to say. They all have an agenda. They're all pushing it. There are plenty of other very smart, very educated, with tons of experience, lots of experienced people out there to listen to about this. I suggest listening to as much as you can, diving into it as deeply as you can. And then if this is your health we're talking about here. You don't just take from one source and go, okay, that's what I'm going to do, which is what all these idiot liberals have done. And just decide for yourself. Have a brain and use it. So that's it for me. I appreciate you listening as always. Uh, and uh, again, stay healthy. Please try to take your take some real responsibility for your life and your health. Uh, this is this is on you. You you. It's up to you to be healthy, not anybody else. Don't complain to the government or to your doctor that you're not feeling good when you have voluntarily you know eaten yourself into oblivion. I'm sorry. No. Uh, and I will remain very staunch on that stance. So that's it for me. Appreciate it as always. Feel free to share with friends and family. Uh, and I thank you, and I'll see you again next week.